Uh, so, so it's just me and, uh, me and working. And we're in the service station, and it's slow. And some people sit down, and, like, I don't know, like, I got started with a fit with a five top, and then he got a two top, and we're like, oh, are we doing a rotation? And I'm just like, no, you take the next table, because I got a five top, but we're just, like, really, like, I don't know, just, like, tense, heaving and hawing back and forth about who's getting this next table, and just, like, oh, man, look at us sweating over who's going to get these next $10, you know? And we're just thinking, like, man, it's fucked up that we're in this position, you know? And now that layoffs are happening, uh, it's even more fucked up, because if I'm the only bartender left at this restaurant, then it's like, oh, well, at least maybe I'll get some more shifts. Um, But it's fucked up. You know, because I love my coworkers and I hate to see them get laid off and fired, you know, especially for bullshit reasons. Um, yeah, it's just it's fucked up. We're headed into the slow season, too, man. And does that um, mean, uh, does that mean that the, the loan that the business got to pay employees and keep them on staff, if they're if they're laying them off, then that's going to be a loan. It's not going to be a grant. They have to pay that back. I, but I guess, but that was just for, I think that's done. I think the funding what? is all done, man. Yeah, but they got funding. Like, they got funding to get through COVID. You got, you got, like, you're getting at least, like, two mil, right? Or maybe, like, at most, two million or so. Like, I think well, that there's that also at least last through the year. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, a lot, I've seen our business, uh, I mean, a lot of restaurants were spending money on air filters and, you know, like air duct cleaning and shit like that, which is all good in anticipation for indoor seating. But it's all shut down. It's all it's done now. And we're seeing a fucking we're seeing cases ramp up. We're headed into uh, oof. This is gonna be a this is gonna be, this is gonna be a tough. I think this is the third wave, technically, or the third spike. Because uh, we had it, you know, when it first came on in March, and then uh, in like June, right? And then uh, oh, that be technically the same surge. Yeah, because it never really went down. We never yeah. really tamed it. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Everything is real tense, you know. It's very uncertain. All, all, all the all the bosses are worried about labor, you know, labor costs, and mm-hmm. people are losing their uh, people are losing hours, and uh, they're getting their you know they're getting their hours cut, they're getting their benefits cut, and everything is real, you know, and that makes us hyper competitive, you know, and. Uh, <laughs> It's it's just messed up, you know. It's all this added added stress of an already fraught situation, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it's just messed up that they put us all here, you know. Right, and it's like it's not even uh, I, but record high unemployment. I mean, you know, they can yeah, hire so, whoever they want, and so that, um, like you, uh, you just need to, uh, you just need to like the best case for you is to give them a reason to fire you so that you can go on unemployment or whatever, which is like that. That's such that that's it's such trash to quote that that is <laughs> it's, it's such trash that that is uh like 
that's the logical thing to do. Like, act out, get fired, go on unemployment. And this is where, like, this is where everything really comes into vision or into view on just how unfree we are, you know? Right. Yeah, we're free to, uh, you know, in theory, right? In theory, you can go wherever you want, right? You want to, you have the freedom, you have the freedom to. You know, you and me, we sell our labor. We're workers, right? We don't, we don't own, uh, we don't own a restaurant, right? We have to sell our labor to survive. So we get to shop around. We get to shop around to the different, the different stores. We get to show them our wares and say, oh, look, here's my skills and my resume. And here's my wares. Would you like to buy today? And, um, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and theoretically, you know, that's where the freedom is, right? But now we're seeing, like, if I, you know, if I am, if I face a threat of, like, losing my livelihood at any moment's notice for bullshit reasons, am I I free? You know what I'm saying? Like, if If I stop being able to pay my rent. Yeah, but, like, they can't kick you out, but now you're, like, getting into debt. Like uh, months, like months, uh, a few months in debt in your rent, especially like rent right. is expensive in Chicago. Like a couple months, you're like thousand, you're a couple thousand dollars, you know, in the hole. Exactly, and like you know, so there's like uh, coming from coming coming out of a, an economy where most Americans didn't, you know, are living paycheck to paycheck and don't have, you know, they don't have the means to to like <laughs> save up money to, like you know, as soon as they start making money again, you know, you're three four months or what? Who knows how? whatever might happen in a shutdown or until like some vaccine or treatments or whatever, you know, might, might come out to where people start getting back to what could be considered normal. Yeah. And like, you know, like we're at work, you know, so that's one on one end, right. Where we live under the thumb of our landlords in that sense. But they're also like, we go to work and that's where we spend most of our time. Right. And we make our living and stuff like that. And not only is uh, the money, the wealth we create, that estranged from us but like now like all the bosses have way more power you know they're able to uh breathe down everybody's necks more and really tighten their grip on the working class or on just like their employees specifically you know talk about organizing you know organizing or make you know building a union or something like that like it's much harder now it's much harder now because uh, not only is employment uncertain, but um, if anyone even catches a wind of anyone communicating their issues, it doesn't even have to be outright organizing. But, um, you know, our friend communicated some issues and she was met with what seems like revenge to me. And that kind of petty shit is that that affects us hugely in our livelihoods. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, not to get, not to get, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna bleep it all out, and I don't want to get super into it. I I really don't. Um, but like, you know, that's the kind of that's kind of power that 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 that's kind of invisible power that people see, you know, or that people don't see, you know. It's the kind of shit that's just much money. That is the most fucking fucked up thing to say to somebody. Like what? Backwards. It's backwards as fuck. 
Um, so that's the that's the reality that you know. I don't know. These next couple months with the fucking pandemic um, are gonna be. It's gonna be fucking wild, and that's just with the pandemic alone. We're not even talking about uh, uh, the election. What what could happen between now and the inauguration in January? Um, and with that, hello everybody. Welcome. To I'm we're out here. Um, it's November 2nd, the day before the election. Uh, tensions are high, but honestly, for me, it's barely really hit me that the election is tomorrow. You know, there's been an invisible campaign right. um, for better and for worse. Uh, I feel like most people have kind of made their decision way earlier yeah, in the year. I heard that like seventy uh, percent of last uh, 2016's like vote votes are are already been cast in early voting. Yeah, um, yeah, we got <coughs> high unemployment all over the country. We got hella swing states now, right? We're looking um, Texas is in play. Florida, Ohio, Arizona, Maine, North Carolina, Georgia, um, and of course the classics, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Michigan. That went from blue to red in 2016. Those are looking pretty solid. I'm thinking Biden's going to pull it off. I think the deep state has, uh, is wanting Biden to win. I think the CIA is paying the strings. <coughs> Hacking these, hacking these ancient voter box or these uh, ballot boxes, these electric uh, private company created voting machines. But, um, I mean, how 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 what percentage of you thinks that they're doing that? Like, what certainty level you got going here? Uh, that Biden's gonna win? No, no, no. That the, the, the you know like the deep state is pushing like for that to happen. And like, oh, if okay, this is a like, this is a pretty it, it, we're, this is this is pretty early in the episode for conspiracy corner, but let's do it. <laughs> let's do it because uh, honestly, uh, <clears throat> all the election takes are played out. We're mostly just waiting at this point, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so not hearing much from so, the, I mean. How much do you hear from them in a regular election? I I don't know. Like, there there's so much side sidestepping bullshit going on and with politicians and debates and shit. Like, I don't know. Uh, like, like we watched we watched the debates this year. Like the past the past two elections, uh, I watched the debates and you know there's not a, there's not a lot of answers in the questions. There's not a lot of substance. Debates. Yeah. So like, is it? I mean, I, and I feel like I've heard that you know people bitch about that for decades so like that i feel like that's pretty status quo but uh i don't know yeah well you know the debate well especially this year like there was a third presidential debate there was the first one the second one was canceled and there was a vp debate and then there was a third one uh that i didn't even watch uh maybe like maybe we should like, allow senators or people who work in government to be the president like it has to be somebody who's not a senator, who's not like a politician, uh, like somebody, but somebody who who like. I'm not saying that that there's there shouldn't be maybe requirements of like you know maybe maybe a bachelor's in you know like economics and, and diplomacy or like whatever the fuck. Oh no, I don't. I don't believe in any pre. I think no. the people should. I think the people should decide the prerequisites. I don't think you should put like. 
institutional prerequisites, you know. Right. Um, I fuck it, you know. Let's run bartenders and teachers and scientists. You know what I'm saying? Like, because all of the because uh, that would be a real democracy. Yeah, and all the college educated, you know, experts have got us to this point, you know. And it seems to me that there is status that is a bias that is uh, fucking this is destroying our country. You know, this uh, this bias towards these, um, you know, Ivy League educated experts that go on cable news and tell us the right way to manage our society. When uh, in reality, a lot of those, you know, experts don't. Well, I mean. We're lacking any class analysis. You know, you got a lot of like upper class, upper middle class people who think they know how the world works, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is but where they like, only know one aspect, probably a small aspect. I don't know, probably a decent sized aspect. I mean, if you're if you're a billionaire or something or who know how to make a lot of money, whether by, you know, like exploiting workers or, or whatever you're doing, like that is a. It is probably well, billionaires. A- billionaires do have a good million or a good uh, material analysis. They have a good analysis because exactly they're working the system. So they're when the they, best, you know, like for example, like a small fraction of of what it is, what it is to like live a life and and be a person or whatever. Right, and they have, um, and they have representation. You know, they have disproportional representation in our in our government and whatnot Mm. um but yeah like you know so the election will happen just ah ah i guess we'll really see i mean for me i'm just like we'll really see if if fascism is about one guy or a party or if it's about the system itself and the ruling class like imposing shit on us to manage their failing economic system and we'll really see um maybe joe biden slows the collapse down who knows i don't know i don't know i mean uh i mean if we're talking like uh if we're talking oh shit i just lost my train of thought what did you just say uh, who knows if 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 Joe Biden will make a difference in the right. you know right. the, the descent the descent that we're watching this this country go into? I mean the 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 like I feel like the plan goes deeper than Trump. Like whether or not he's speeding up fascism or or, or whatever. Like like you said, you know the the Obama administration uh, kind of sped up certain things that the Bush administration had put into place as far as like immigration and like uh, uh, the big one uh, it's like censor or not censorship but like or uh, surveillance surveillance yeah and and surveillance. giving and giving police departments uh, hella military hardware he's gonna protect whistleblowers when he didn't protect what, what what's a whistleblower that he protected? Like, I mean, like, he he went after whistleblowers uh, more than anybody in the, so he, you know, he, he used the Espionage Act to I go after like, whistleblowers and fucking journalists. I feel like, uh, you know, Trump's, what, what has Trump's administration really done that is like, that is different from this, what's the word I'm looking for? Like this plan 
or like this deep state plan of of like going into fascism or, or you know like a, a controlled state or well whatever. he's expanded it i mean he yeah, yeah he's are, just continued it you know like, yeah. like we have a president who hasn't like expanded like uh you know executive order stuff or whatever like you know uh bush you know when 9-11 happened and everything they did the patriot act and all of a sudden like they have all these freedoms and you know like there's you know, uh, we're we're kind of always at war because we we've, we've been attacked by a, a terrorist group, which could be anybody. Like, I mean, anybody can kind of be a terrorist or right. whatever. You know, you, you, it's not a it's not a state you're fighting. It's not a country you're fighting. It's a it's a belief system. Right. So, like, we're kind of always at war, and so you know, the the, the power the president gets in, in war is kind of now a power all the time, in a sense, kind of like uh, they just have more say. Yeah, even for when, sure. Even even when like, I mean, we are at war. I guess uh, uh, like we've been pulling out of. I don't even know who we're at war now. Are we still at war with Afghanistan or like? I think we were starting to pull out of Afghanistan, but we're technically still there. We're still in Iraq. We're still in Syria. We're still in <laughs> Libya and Yemen, and we're doing Africom in uh, like a dozen countries in Africa. <laughs> Uh, that we don't don't even like most people don't even know about you know that we're fighting shadow campaigns in Africa um, and not to mention just like military bases on uh, almost every country yeah. on the it's planet a new world order. like it, it's straight up a new world order we've, we've been occupying m- almost every country like for fucking like since World War II or what I, I don't yeah. know how long it was it has been since but, uh, World War II and uh, you know they're just you know, from from what it looks like to me, they've just been pushing more and more control over the entirety of the world. You know, and like maybe we're at a point now where you got like Russia and China buying into this control. You know, and and I don't know. This is deep conspiracy corner right now. Where like, well, like they're going about it in different ways because it's like China has been playing the game of just focusing on infrastructure and mm-hmm. building like economic relationships with the the global south you know and they're undermining u.s power in doing so but i would argue that a global check of u.s power is a is a good thing it's a good thing um i don't think i don't think russia i don't think i don't think russia is quite there but i think china taught you know china's economy is so tied up with the united states's economy mm-hmm. and so we'll never go to war or we can't destroy china you know um the the state department the state department our economies are so dependent on each other that we you're saying we wouldn't go to war because like it's just it's it's kind of like you know the the what they said about world war one they're like there's no way we would go to war because it's just too profitable to be at peace like you know but then they did go to war and it was hella profitable to go to war (laughs) yeah right and that's like that's it's Pandora's box. It's like it's one you know once once people know something, like it's very hard to like not do that thing. So you know, like, and and yeah, and we're and, and and not just profitable money wise, but it's all pro- profitable in technology. There's huge innovation that happens during wartime and everything. Like, well, yeah, but you know, it's sorry. for the benefit of the of 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 the wartime effort. You know, like. Um, but it's like it's a belief like war is scary you know and it, and it gets like it gets people to be like okay 
I am, I'm, I'm for this cause. I'm putting everything I have into this. You know, you got scientists who are like, it's a reason to do your best to like, you know, just innovate and, and all that shit. I don't know. I mean, but maybe we could, maybe we could have a, a, a different belief system that was more, uh, or less, less destructive, you know, that could be something that, pe- that got people to believe in. Like, I mean, that was the idea yeah. with, you know, that's the idea with like the, the, the green new deal, you know, it's like rallying the people and like doing a wartime effort, uh, you know, a wartime industrial we're effort angry, around animal. We're an angry species. We love, we like thrive on anger. Like look at face, like the Facebook uh, algorithms and Twitter algorithms and everything. Like they're, they're that way because they work because we fucking, we give a shit and, and type and, and post and shit when it's something we disagree with and makes us angry. If we like well, it, they've also, like, okay, well, they've also, whatever, I'm but it's, this. I like, you know, I like, that. I like it. That's all I'm doing. But let's not totally <laughs> like, let's not totally shift responsibility too. Cause those, they've also made these technologies to teach us <laughs> habits <laughs> and, and re- rewire, you know, rewire <laughs> our brains, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, we are, you know we're we're susceptible to that yeah. as just like consumers in general like because right. because because we have been made you know we've gone from we've gone from humans to mm-hmm. uh you know peasant workers or farm or subsistence farmers to peasants to um you know like workers and struggle and like you know we found some citizenship along the way but now we don't have really like a citizenship we're all just consumers now and that's how the fucking powers that be treats us you know as consumers and so like they have rewired our brains with advertising and even just like okay so the 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 democratic party is a perfect example of this because they're no longer a party that believes in anything they're just a party that's run by like consultants and advertising and polling firms and people that are you know a bunch of suits that get into a lab and try to tweak a message to sound just inspirational enough without having any substance you know so it's all marketing it's all branding and all of our fucking politics and civic engagement has been boiled down to total surface level things like joe biden being a nice grandpa that likes ice cream you know right right uh, like, he paints dogs yeah or barack you know obama Hitler, Hitler not, not that there's a lot of correlations between Bush and Hitler, but I'm just saying, you know. Or that, like, you know, Barack. He was a worker. Yeah, Barack Obama is a. Oh, he can fucking play basketball. Cool. But yeah, exactly. He's a, again, he's a war criminal. And it's like. That, you know, his drone program, like, bombed a hospital, you know, a Doctors Without Borders hospital. Uh, they did that shit. Right? Yeah, I mean, and uh, there was a point when, uh, like, a percentage a percentage of the drone, the drone strike casualties. Like, I mean, I, I think from what I've heard, they've gotten more precise, and the, the casualties are lower. But like, it was like it was 80, a ninety. It was a ninety percent. Yeah, huge. It was like ninety percent. Like, 
at a building of 100 people trying to kill like one guy, you're killing like, I don't know. Exactly, but that's you got like that's, ten, ten innocent people living out of that building or something like. Yeah, nine. That's um, and you know Trump has expanded the drone program too. You know yeah. he's expanded all of these things and like the. Well, civilian- I mean, I'm not surprised by that. He was running on the military and everything too back in the day, like strengthening the military and everything. He was literally talking about killing family members of suspected terrorists, which is a war crime. I mean, good God, you know, he was straight up running on that shit. So, of course, his, you know, of course, the State Department is um, is doing God knows what, you know. Um, but, um, yeah, man, like, I don't know. I feel, you know, a lot of people are tense. I guess it hasn't quite hit me yet. I guess I'm a little less invested in the outcome of this. I'm a little less, um, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not less optimistic overall. I'm less optimistic in the, um, the, the impact of this presidential election. Right. Um, I'm pretty skeptical, you know, even if the Democrats take the Senate and the house, are they going to do universal health care? no, are they going to do a Green New Deal? No. Are they going to pull out of, you know, all of these wars around the world? No. Um, straight up, Joe Biden's still talking about doing a coup in Venezuela. I'm like, can we just leave South America alone, folks? For the love of God. Leave those uh, people alone. They've had so, <laughs> so much strife. Let's legalize um, drugs over here. Right. Put them, like, kill off the cartels flow of money you know get them right. out of there right and then, you know maybe, maybe things will chill out i mean they could build some societies and shit well i mean they have societies obviously but like you know maybe they can i mean it's hard to it's hard to try to like strive in life when you got fucking like murderers that are murdering a hunt like serial killers well, that yeah kill, like, I mean, hundreds of people we, yeah. we have like serial killers here that kill like like 10 is a is a lot now you kill like ten people as a serial killer. That's a lot at this point, or so. I feel like. Well, this but, uh, government, you know, exports the war on drugs and uses it uh-huh. as like again a militarized <laughs> campaign in yeah. other countries, and, and like, so like they don't want to. They don't want to legalize drugs because they like having a military presence in other countries, especially in Mexico. And yeah, I was just I mean, seeing today the CIA was selling uh, coke. Are like in, are are bringing it in? They were bringing you know, crack, making money. And well, they're bringing yeah. coke and, and then making crack, but like yeah. they're bringing it from the country, right? Like, like Colombia or whatever. But like, so we have a country that I, I've said this before on the show, but it's like it's it's important. Like we have a country that's made it illegal here, and and now that makes it very profitable for the black market. And then they turn around and shoot, like I mean, a branch of them turn around and ship in that and sell it at that price and like we're doing it we're doing it now like we're legalizing weed in in specific states and so now we have legal areas where the government can tax this revenue in the states but it's but it's still illegal in most of the country and that keeps the price high in the whole country you know like less it's it's less than like like oregon you can get like a hundred dollar eight ounce or whatever you know it's pretty decent weed in colorado yeah like that but like uh I don't know. It's just and it's, the same, it's pretty sketchy. And that's the same time, the you know, tax, when like I guess it's state tax. It's not federal tax. But, so so maybe it's a little it's, it's a little different. No, but you know, even the state, you know, when they legalize weed here in Illinois, they said like, well, we're going to still crack down 
we're gonna crack down on illegal sales and stuff like that on the weed on the black market for weed and i'm like okay so y'all have now this uh let me get this straight so now the state is uh, essentially working on behalf of the legal, the very limited ex- exclusive legal market that is made yeah, up of these corporations, these, cor- these corporations that are, that are owned, you know, by stockholders and investors and run by a board. Um, so now the state is acting That's as like an, an, en- an enforcement arm of, of this fucking business and they're using it to enforce, you know, drug laws on again disproportionately black and brown people, disproportionately poor people. Um, and they'll, ne- you know, it's the same reason why they'll never, they'll never legalize drugs um, here because, like, there's just so much, you know, there's so much money that there's like so much money you know, in the, in arms, the the arms manufacturers, people. arms manufacturers selling selling, you know, weapons to to state police city police the dea um yeah there's so many there's so many ways of uh, that this makes money yeah yes and um no go ahead i mean just like i mean if you if you did legalize drugs i mean you'd also want to legalize sex work too i mean because yeah these uh like you want to take away like the crime what are these crimes that are like causing the most gun violence and everything like the are you know like where you know drug drug dealing is sketchy because you know especially like if you're dealing like heroin or meth or whatever or something because then your your customer base is going to be sketchy and i mean i don't know you never know when like someone's going to try to rob you or you're going to try to rob them or like if you if you go if this is all like if you become like a career drug dealer and you go to jail a couple times or so and then like that's all you know you get out of it and like your next charge is going to be like a life sentence or something or whatever like you're gonna you're gonna not go to jail like you're not going to go to prison if yeah so like like, that brings out like a specific you know vent like like uh energy out of people where like you know they're gonna be carrying like they're gonna be paranoid they're gonna be carrying guns like they're gonna be it's just like they're gonna have ptsd too you know they're gonna have like you know because like going to prison is fucking i would not know it's it's it's, you know it it, it, it's not about reform it's yeah it's it's profitable you know they make money off of it and everything it's yeah it's also it's also a way of like making like taking away somebody's citizenship in a sense like you can be a citizen after for sure being a prisoner like going to prison or, or or so but like when you get a felony you don't you you lose like a good amount you lose specific rights that like if if you don't have those rights, why why does it even matter that you're a citizen? Like if you can't vote, you know, or you can't carry a gun when everybody else can carry or a gun. Or if you have to check like, a box every time you apply for yeah. a job, right? Or have or you can't own a business. In some so it's like I'm, I'm pretty sure felons may, maybe they can't own a business in some states. I don't know. There's there's stuff like that where it's like, yeah, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Right. And and then and then you know when you're having felonies given out to you know people who sold weed or whatever, where now you're making money off of selling weed. And now like there's definitely been enough data that comes that has come out that says, you know, it's not gonna make, you know, all your white daughters go out and, you know, fuck <laughs> Mexicans and black yeah, people yeah. and shit. Like it, it's just gonna it, right, it, honestly right. weed doesn't like make me wanna have sex. I, I wanna have sex anyways. Like <laughs> but 
weed doesn't make me if anything it, it kind of lowers my sex drive and makes yeah. me like i'm and i'm okay i feel like i want to watch a movie or something okay <laughs> no see i it's like i I, I, you know, uh, tr- uh, trigger warning. Uh, I, I get, I get, a, I get a little randy when I smoke sometimes. Oh, okay. You know, okay. you know, so, you know, throw on some Santana too. You just got to get so the guess, right. Uh, everybody's you know. got their own. I don't know. I don't know one of the fucking uh, platitudes to throw in. <laughs> it's the, it's 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 a time and place thing too. You know, yes. of course, it's a time and place thing. Uh, but to bring it back to the election, you know, like, you know, like uh, Joe. Uh, you know, Joe is getting some sympathy points. Um, you know, understandably, when when Trump, uh, you know, was like dragging his his addict son, was dragging Hunter Biden at the debate. You know, and like uh, Joe, you know, Joe seems like a nice. He seems like a nice dad who is supportive of his uh, son who needs help, and it's like cool, you know, like. As a, as a hum, on a on a human level, I see that, but it's like at the same time, it's like Joe Biden has not extended that kind of humanity and sympathy to poor people and black people and brown people in this country, um, because you know, just like watching videos of him talking about drug users in the '90s when he's literally building the the crime bill. Uh, under the Clinton administration, I mean, the way that Joe and Clinton and all those motherfuckers talk about this is very—it's um, vengeful, you know. It's a—they it's a, they talk about things in a very vengeful way, and it's very—you um, know—they won on running to the right of H.W. Bush and the Republican Party. They were trying to be harder on crime than the Republican Party. And when they got into office, they passed cruel legislation that reshaped, you know, or further, like, further, you know, codified our, like, racial and class divisions, you know, and built the modern police state. And, um, if Joe had extended any of that humanity that he had for his family to to the people of this country, like we, it would be a, we'd be in a different situation altogether. You know. Uh, well, I don't think he could because I mean his family is gonna be uh, is gonna be so like uh, they're they're gonna be so disattached from normal society or not, what's the word I'm looking for? Like they're. Like his family is going to be just as uh, detached from normal everyday people's lives as he is being a vice president or a senator or whatever the fuck he used to be. Like, uh, they're gonna, they're not gonna. I mean, what I'm saying is like, they're all on this team. I think it's about you know, it's class division. You know, they're on the the, the upper class team. You yeah. know, so they're all they're all not. They don't understand everyday life for everyday people. You know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's interesting, like right now. So, you know, I, we, we've got this story um, it's from USA Today. Election violence feared, quote, don't loot in Chicago, unquote, police warned stockpile food in D.C. students told. Um, so businesses are boarding up their stores uh, across the country here in Chicago, D.C., New York, um, I've seen in some the cities in the swing states too, and they're really thinking that shit's gonna go down. 
And, um, you know, I'm sure some crazy shit's going to go down. But Chicago, huh? New York, huh? Like, uh, this reminds me. You remember when the Joker came out and all of the news media was stirring up this shit about people coming to shoot up the Joker screenings? And it never happened, right? Mm-hmm. You, do you remember that? Like, oh, hysteria, actually, I don't remember that. It was a fucking. It was like a month before the Joker came out, and all of the fucking cable news media was just like, "Oh, people are tense. Oh, uh, movie theaters are 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 beefing up on security for the screening of the Joker movie. Right. Theaters are banning uh, dressing up in costumes and masks for the Joker screening." And I'm like, "Are y'all willing a shooting into existence? Like, what the fuck is it that y'all are doing?" Um, I mean, two it, points on that. Uh, and they're both kind of the same point. I feel like, you know, one, it could just be that, you know, every day they got to be coming up with news articles and shit to, to talk about on news, on the news. Yeah. And like, so, I mean, you're going to, sometimes they got to drum shit up, you know, <laughs> and, and it makes, it makes them money. And then also, you know, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's some people who came up with this idea who might be into a little left hand, right hand path magic kind of stuff. And they're like, you know what? If if this does work, if this does happen, then we're gonna make even more money because that's gonna be an even bigger story. You know, like it's it's a win win for them. Oh, like, it's a bonk. I think they learned but, their lessons. Maybe they're making it. They're trying to make it happen this time around. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, but but I your point is 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 valid though. Like the the media, I, like like this this article right now. Uh, I mean, this is di- a little different because it's the it's businesses who are actually worried and and doing this. It's not like. It's not like the news has been like uh, for a while being like, should businesses board their their stuff up, you know, during election? You know, like, you know, you never know. We could be heading for some weird times. I mean, I feel like, you know, uh, wasn't there was was did we not say similar things in 2016? Was there not going to be like civil unrest if, you know, Trump won? Or so I mean it's different now because there actually has been civil unrest. There has oh, been yeah. riots all over the country, all over the world. Oh, has, and like you know, Trump you know, supporters, the, Trump supporters mailing politicians bombs and shit. Remember that? In twenty sixteen? Nah, dude. This was like this earlier this year. I'm pretty sure that was uh, this past winter. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that there's a. Like that was happening. There was like multiple, multiple guys, multiple guys getting arrested for uh, sending bombs to like you know Democratic politicians and shit. Um, yeah, or just like you know, there's a story. Uh, some, I mean, the Trump supporter. Like, I'm not afraid of Trump supporters. Like, uh, talking to them, like because I like discussion and I, I like to hear everybody's ideas and everything and see what makes sense to me. But like. There are definitely Trump supporters that scare me because of just uh, I, don't, I mean, not not just on, on the right side either. Though. I mean, I could say the same about like the left side about specific people. But like, I mean, honestly, I I don't I don't think we can could actually get rid of the police. I mean, if we would have to replace them with a different police, you have I mean, to have. A well, let's well, I, I, I mean, I mean, there's specific things that scare the, me. The idea is. But, oh. Yeah, the idea I was getting at was that, you know, like, there are, like, with, with some of these articles coming out of, like, there's just, um, there's very undemocratic stuff going on with, like, the supporters 
uh, like this election, dude. Like it's just, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know if you want to get into that other, the second story already. Oh yeah. Well, uh, you know, uh, in Texas and all across the country, there have been caravans of, uh, Trump supporters with, um, flags dude they got giant fucking flags giant flags on their trucks and they're rolling around like al-qaeda motherfuckers and in texas uh the biden harris bus was uh headed to central texas for an event and um like a, they got like swarmed by a fucking mad max style goddamn fucking truck gang of of, of trump trucks and uh they were like intimidating them and like driving up real close and um they canceled an, an event you know everybody's fine and everybody's okay but like you know not you know the democrats don't have this energy man and the left doesn't have this energy either you know this is kind of some this is some real fucking shit right now this is like the level this is like the playing field that we're on and um it's not fun or comfortable or maybe even right but like shit bro this is the fucking playing field Mm -hmm. um that's what makes me nervous about fucking Joe Biden because like he just doesn't have this fucking energy, you know. Um, like in Houston last week, thirteen hundred cars showed up on six ten, which is a freeway loop in the city, and stopped traffic on one of the busiest like stretches of the freeway in the fourth largest city in America for like six hours, and they just like. Stop traffic. They were out there just fucking honking their horns and waving their faces. That and um, is that not just a protest? I mean, isn't it? I mean, is, is yeah. That, I mean, well, they're not. If that was the other side doing the same thing, would be the other. Be it's not. It's the tactic is, I guess, the same. But what is the, the Trump admit? The the Trump supporters are doing it as a uh, tactic of intimidation, not of like. You know, it's, it's not so... protest. It's not protest. Protests, you know, if you're sitting, if you're doing like a sit-in or, you know, blocking traffic, you're saying, you know, this is, um, I'm trying to inconvenience you because uh, people are dying and you need to, you know, we're trying to expand people's, uh, we're trying to make people conscious of, you know, violence. So it's like, okay, yes, you're inconvenienced, but we have to inconvenience you to make you think of this violence, right? But when Trump supporters are out there, they're not doing it for any reason other than saying Trump 2020 motherfucker, and they have guns and bullhorns and stuff, and they're literally just standing there doing like a rally in the in the middle of the freeway, you know? It's more of just like a rally. It's more of a parade, you know? I mean, it's Huh? I mean, they're exercising freedom of speech, freedom of uh, assembly. They're not. They're no, being no. You're, you're. You know. I'm. I. I. You know. I, yeah. This is. No one was hurt, but you know. Also, like, um, thirteen hundred trucks is way more than any kind of any Black Lives Matter protest, and six hours is what you know. I've been in protests where the marches have moved onto streets and stuff, and I've never been on a freeway for six hours um blocking traffic blocking ambulances well, I mean, like this, this just it kind of reminds me of a of a 
the you know the San the San Juan uh, Puerto Rico protest where they blocked the high the, a major highway getting into San Juan, uh, which caused the the mayor at the time to resign or so. They did that for like six days or something, didn't they? Yeah, but again, it's not the same thing because this is not a protest. They're not trying to get anything. They're protest. just they're just doing a because they're not trying to win anything except for Trump to win. But like they're not they're not yeah. doing voter outreach do. there. Like, they're not doing voter outreach. They're not making calls. They didn't show up with pamphlets or anything. They just showed up with their trucks and their flags. And I think that is not. I don't doesn't look like campaign work to me. It looks so, like. It looks like yes. a parade. It looks like intimidation, especially so when the, was, the you know the city is like the city's in the is like a swing county. You know, um, hold on, let was, me, uh, hold on, hold that, hold that question. I'm gonna use the bathroom real quick. Okay, yo. Right. So uh, we're talking about this, uh, these trucks and everything. Uh, what I was going to ask is if, you know, same county, you said it's a swing state or whatever, like same area. But if it was uh, Democrats, liberals, leftists, or, or whoever, um, but they're doing the same thing for Biden, uh, except, you know, like, like you said earlier, where they're just standing there holding up signs. Like, same same amount of people, all that I'm stuff. Not, you know, I'm not. And well, let me say, I'm not saying that they should be censored. They should be not allowed to do this. However, I I am concerned. I would be concerned no matter who is doing this about ambulances' ability to get through this, right? Mm, but that, um, that's my question. Would, well, like, if it was for for Biden and it was non like nonviolent and they were quiet and and it wouldn't, it, it's not seen as intimidating because. Or, you know, just, you know, people out there just holding up signs for Biden saying, well, like, you know, it's on a highway, closing down. Uh-huh. A highway. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I mean, I would be fucking pissed off that they're blocking the highway as most Houstonians would be. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I mean, Houston is a big highway city. I've heard that from you and and, and other uh, people. Right? Like, that's a stretch. That's a stretch that's already like fucked up with traffic, you know. I'm I'm less I'm less making a judgment call on the demonstration because because like um, like you know it's kind of just like like, I don't know I you know I've driven by uh, I've driven by like you know I don't know if you've you know who Westboro Baptist Church is those fucking those hate that that like hate church pretty much they show up at they you know they show up at uh at pride festivals or anything really and they just say like you're going to hell and like god God hates you and shit like that do stuff like that but i've never known like a specific church that is known for doing well i've 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 seen a lot of them whatever i've seen a lot of them in houston uh because it's you know it's it's a blue city in a red state so there's a lot there's a big mix of ideologies and 
I have seen protests. I've seen right wing protests, and um, you know, um, to a certain extent, you know, I respect anybody's right to to protest and to say shit, say whatever they want. But also, like, I have everybody else has the right to criticize to criticize it you know and my critique is that like it just looks like these you know all these truck owners these you know these upper middle class people and lifted trucks with seven flags on their trucks are it looks like intimidation to me and uh their political project is is fucking garbage caca and um i was even seeing on twitter just like accounts of people from california being like oh we're in houston today we're in houston today for trump and i'm like oh well y'all you know they're they're coming in from out of state you know uh not all of them i'm sure in texas but like 1300 trump trucks on the roads is uh you know stopping up the fucking street for uh six hours is uh it's pretty fucking big you know I've never really seen anything like it besides just like regular fucking rush hour traffic. Um, but you know, the question is just like, Oh, if Biden, what, what if Biden had that same thing? And I'm like, I don't ever, like what, what does that look like? Like a sea of Priuses and fucking PT cruisers and shit <laughs> SUVs. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't mean they just, it's not the same energy. You know, the, the Biden campaign just doesn't have the same energy. Their, their campaign is <laughs> all about be, being nice and, um, not ruffling feathers too much. And it's all about civility and, uh, being nice for the, for the clean cut suburbanites, you know? So they're just never going to have this kind of energy. Uh, so we'll see. I don't know. I don't know what will happen in Texas. There's been a lot of like going back and forth on like, so they're doing drive through voting in Houston, which is really cool to see. You can vote in person, but you can also go through a drive through voting situation. And like the Republicans, they have the tube system. Yeah. No, well, not, not really, really. You like drive up into like a parking lot and they have poll workers that'll come up to your car with like paperwork and shit. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, in Houston, they don't ever want you to leave your car. They want you to be in the car all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's where that's where uh, Houstonians spend most of their time is in their fucking car. <laughs> uh, but um, the Republican Party, the Texas Republican Party, sued to throw out those ballots, and tens of thousands of people had already voted um, through mail uh, through drive-through voting. Um, so that's like up in the air. A judge today, I think, dismissed the lawsuit. So between now and God knows, I, I don't know, in the next week, that lawsuit could get go to the appeals court. It could go all the way up to the fucking Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court can decide to throw out thousands and thousands of votes that people <laughs> made through drive-through voting. So... It's a situation's fraught in Texas. You know, the Texas Texas is a busted ass democracy. You know, a lot of states in this fucking country has a have a busted ass democracy. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, you got California is a huge ass fucking state, and you got like a an exodus going on. A lot of people going to Texas, so you're getting a huge like left 
ideology and well, that's not necessarily the case. It's not necessarily the case because, um, from my experience, the people coming in from California are the oh, upper, upper class, upper class, or upper upper middle class. They're people, yeah. They're like moderate Republicans <laughs> looking for uh, tax breaks. They are, um, they're tech people who are technically liberals, but they're not leftists. You know, they're, like they're more like, liberals. They're they're like, the people going to austin from california are like tech people and those are like those are people that are they like their bougie brunches and their themed dive bars and uh their artisanal ice creams and shit like that and they want to turn texas into like a technocratic if texas turns blue then it's gonna look like california and not in a not in a good way you know and we're watching you know, the transformation of the Democratic Party right now with Joe Biden and the party bringing in all these right wingers, especially like these Republicans from the Bush era, a lot of their economic shit is going to be it's going to be an austerity government. They're going to focus on a recovery in a way that means they're not going to invest in the public good. They're just going to let companies do their fucking thing and they're going to turn a lot of the economy into a silicon valley gig economy and they're going to just make it so that these apps become our bosses this kind of sounds like the shit we talk about china when we're talking about uh you know well not me and you like when people talk about china and how you know the government runs all the companies there and everything and it's horrible for the workers there, and they like. Well, there is, there is private them. there is private ownership in China, though. They there there are there are rich people in China too. I mean, there's still there's still a class divide, and yeah, of course, there's still like private companies that run um, that have like terrible fucking labor practices out of mm. but yeah, but there, yeah, there's still private ownership in China. But that's because the government system there, like. I don't know. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, speaking from a you know an American who doesn't know much at all about China or their economy or government. But like for them to be for for us to be able to export all of our labor, not all of our labor, but a lot a lot of our labor to make factory shit or whatever, like over there for such a small wage, like that. It just seems to me like the the government there is they are make they're like. They, they can do that because they don't have to take on the cost. They, they leave that to the people to take well, on the cost. Well, like also, like I said earlier, like they've been at just investing in like infrastructure. So mm-hmm. their poverty and their inequality has actually been going down over the past 10, 15 years. Which makes sense over time. I mean, over time. Right. I would, I would see that. Like where things, have, things have been. There was a long time where shit was really fucked up for a lot of people. For and sure, still is and, of up, course, you is, know, yeah. Foxconn is they were playing the long game, you know, and it's paying off for them now. I think they're getting into a better position globally. Yeah, um, yeah, and they still got Foxconn over there. I'm just like, I don't know what. Yeah, man, it's, it's, yeah, who fucking knows what's gonna happen, man? Um, it's gonna be really interesting to watch. I just hope people don't, you know, disengage. And um, and part of me thinks that they won't because uh, 
people are people are I know a lot of people who are begrudgingly voting against Joe Biden, but they're still getting involved, you know, and they're still paying attention. Um, and I don't know if that was the case, like in 2008, you know, like Joe Biden is not Barack Obama, you know, mm-hmm. and our minds. He's not even Barack Obama's Joe Biden anymore like he's so old right yeah yeah this is that was 2008 is fucking forever ago we're in 2020 all right (laughs) i don't know yeah well even our consciousness like coming out of the bush years is much different than our consciousness coming out you know four years into the trump years you know my brain was like very (laughs) not very developed so (laughs) I mean, I was in high school, too. I was in high school, but even I remember, I think I was coming, I was coming to, I was coming to political uh, awareness in the first term, in Obama's first term. Um, That's when I was really paying attention. And uh, from then to now, man, just like, you know, just the, the expansion of just like, ideas and imagination are just like i don't know we've fucking run through the we've we've been through it man good god and 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 to the point where like people forgot how terrible bush was as a goddamn president um and even i don't think trump is as bad as but i think bush is still the worst president in my lifetime what are some what are some of the big things that he did I mean, dude, the fucking the war on terror, one million Iraqis killed, you know, a million Iraqis killed. We went into Iraq on a complete lie. You know, there's just like the layers of evil, you know, like Trump wishes that they could have done as much shit as the Bush administration. But they're just a bunch of, you know, bumbling mafia grifters, you know. Um, the Bush admin was competent. I mean, you had Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney is a fucking, you know, Bond villain, man. Um, former CEO of Halliburton and um, essentially like wrote up the plans on fucking Halliburton uh, 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 fucking parchment, you know, wrote the plans to go into Iraq Gave all these fucking contracts to Halliburton, made a bunch of people money. I mean, really evil society, world shifting shit that they executed that we're feel that we're living in today. You know, we're really living in a post Bush world right now. We're in a post nine eleven world right now. Um, they changed everything, and Barack Obama and Donald Trump have only built on that. You know. Those are the huge, I mean, the giant expansions under Bush were the executive orders and the executive, the unitary executive power, the war on terror and the immigration enforcement and the creation of DHS, the creation of ICE, uh, militarizing the border, militarizing and turn, I mean, turning our airports into prisons, essentially, you know, Um, and just like deepening the xenophobia in this country deepening the fear of the other in this country you know um yeah we're def- we're still living it we're living in that you know we're still living in that and it's unfortunate that people's 
memories are so short because like we never really unpacked the Bush years as a society, you know, and that's, you know, Barack Obama said, we're not going to, he said, he said, we're not going to, we're not going to prosecute. We're not going to prosecute the torturers. We're not going to prosecute the war criminals. We're not going to prosecute the bankers. We're just going to look, look ahead. But then what happened? We never unpacked any of that. We didn't learn from any of it. Just kept repeating the same mistakes. Mm -hmm. Um, Barack Obama and the Democratic Party uh, lost over a thousand. They they lost over a thousand elections during Obama's presidency, and um, and then they lost to Trump, a reality TV star. So they didn't learn. They didn't want to do any introspection or fucking soul searching. Um, Dude, I was uh, yeah. I was listening to. I don't want to derail. Were you? Were you? No, that's kind of that's kind of where my that's kind of where my thought ends, you know, just like not not learning history and um no, you know, I really, totally really like I mean, it's hard really, for me to agree with uh, like prosecuting um I mean, when you say war criminals I'm, like I mean there's there's specific war criminals I'm sure that you know you could prosecute but like as far as like soldiers and like people who are in the military who are just following orders, which I know is not an excuse, but for, for, you know, actions, but in a sense, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to, it's, it's hard to, it's hard for a country to, uh, you know, give orders to its military to do something and then prosecute them on it. Because like, how are you going to have any morale in your military ever again to, to, to do what you tell them to do or whatever. Like it's well, there, there's, therein lies part of the problem, huh? I mean, we were also talking about, you know, should have gotten in a lot of trouble though. Like all this, that's what, then, but that's what, you know, like, uh, yeah, man, you're right. Like, but if this, if the orders to torture are coming directly from the administration, they're coming directly from the CIA, then that's what the culture that you're creating, um, so people are torturing people, you know, or Barack Obama said it, we tortured some folks. <laughs> yep, we tortured some folks. You know, they just toss. It's like a throwaway, you know, um, but they were like kidnapping people are you we know? Proud of and it? torturing them and murdering people, children, women, raping women, you know, like soldiers were doing that, you know, soldiers I mean, were, you know, that is war. It's like, wrong, you know. Yeah, it's empire. It's it's terrible. It's that's a they this war. That is what people do in war, and it's like just it's not like excusable or anything. I'm not trying to make excuses, but that is what you know. That is what happens. You know, you have people committing like crimes against human nature, killing other people, and like only for 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 orders, like following orders, not like because not because of like extreme anger or like. You know, some vengeance like they. they no, they dude. After nine eleven, after nine like, eleven, there was definitely philosophy. Yeah, but after nine eleven, there was a definite vengeance part of it. I mean, people were getting taught to to you know, they were taught Islamophobia and racism mm -hmm. to make it easier to kill people overseas and stuff like that. You know. I mean, well, I guess it's the second time. I mean, yeah, but, but uh, like, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you either but i think what you're what you're kind of going towards is the fact that like this is the nature of an empire you know it's going to protect itself it's going to expand it's going to say oh 
we're just protecting U.S. interests, which what does that even mean? You know, it's like, a, I, I don't know. I don't know the word to describe what it is, but like it's, it's a hard place to be in because we can't like not have a government uh, to, to have the lifestyle that we want. We're accustomed to a specific lifestyle. We can't just get rid of our government. That's going to it's like it seems like anything we do to get what we want is going to throw us like into a spiral of some sort where we're like not going to we're not gonna we're, we're gonna have to go through a lot of suffering to get to a point where we want to be there's gonna be years of work that has yeah, to be that's, done that's that's struggle get, baby yeah there's gonna be a lot of struggle to get to where we want to struggle be. Mm-hmm. and people don't want to people don't want to do that they're like well why would i want to go into struggle if i'm not that into struggle right like like if i if i pay my bills or whatever you know like and and order out every once in a while or whatever yeah. or something like they're like why would i want to do that that's the, I mean, that's the challenge the thing, man and, and the thing is is like it's inevitable it's going to happen no matter what we're going to what go is? into this, this deep struggle like whether it's going to be from you know some authoritarian power putting us into this struggle or like us just, fighting you know, back from, from collapse from from us fighting back like it's gonna happen because we're not in a we're not in a place of stability like we're we have we're like 20 trillion dollars in debt or some shit like that or whatever yeah but the like, debt is not from our central bank or something that's not that does not the, the dude, that does, nobody gives a shit about the fucking national debt the national debt it's, does not affect people on a day-to-day basis but and still, that is that the national still, debt concern trolling over the national debt is something the ruling class does on us to keep us from getting shit like healthcare and roads and and shit like that. Like, so you debt, don't believe that? Like, all of that shit is made up, man. The 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 the, oh, the, the credit credit and like credit and the international like For banking sure. system is was created after. Um, the uh, capitalism collapsed in, after the Great Depression, and they created credit and debt to keep it afloat. And so, all of this shit just exists to keep us fucking enslaved to the richest people in the world. It's not about all money is money is fucking made up, you know. Like we have the resources to meet people's needs. And um, we just, they won't let us do, that's just not how our economy is structured. Our economy is not structured to meet people's needs. It's structured to hold on to and expand power through extraction and exploitation. Right. Um, but it's, it's not just that, though. Because, like, they also sell that lifestyle and idea and, like, everything to us. And, like, we want that. Like, we, we want to have a big house. Like, yeah, but so have, why do they do it? You know, and and fucking yeah. lobster and all that. Like we want to be able to eat meat every night of the week, and like, like yeah, what yeah, yeah, saying, yeah, we, yeah. We can, we can, we can give a house to everybody, you know, on like or every family and everything on the planet. Like, we can feed everybody, but not everybody gets to eat steak every day. You know, like not everybody gets to eat what they want every day. Like it could be healthy, we, or we can we can have we can have a healthy diet. You know, for sure, I guess sustain. You know, a lot of people. I don't know. Uh, actually, I don't know. Uh, I've heard that we're reaching like a, a population cap. Maybe I, I don't know, but I, I, that that could be well, also. Well, we're no, we're reaching. We're reaching the lifestyle that people live right now. Yeah, we're like, reaching we, a we consumption lifestyle of people, but people don't want to change their lifestyle where they are. You know, like 
like people become accustomed to what they're doing and like anybody who like you have whole well, generations well, watching well, TV well, growing well, up well, on like you know well, we listening have to, be to careful celebrities too. and everything and like that that are rich telling them like you know you can be rich too like you can be a celebrity or something or, or whatever like you know you can you know succeed like America is paved with gold you can succeed and have a big ass house and eat whatever the fuck you want drink as much as you like all this like that's a uh, I mean you you have a whole generation who grew up on that idea who's now is gonna be like oh now I I gotta eat I gotta eat more salad. I'm not. I'm not saying salad's bad, you know. But it's like no. But they're also like on Twitter, just being like, "Greens are gay. If you eat a salad, you're gay." You know. Who says that anymore? I don't know. I was just. I was watching a video on YouTube of this guy going to like a vegan festival, and he's like, "I'm gonna show these vegans what's up." And he's just walking around this festival eating a raw hunk of meat. Well, he's a fool. Oh, for sure, for sure. Who would like? Whenever would you do that? But also, there's thousands of there's thousands of people in the comments. There's thousands of people in the comments that are like, "Oh yeah, show those libs owns," you know, or just like even or like even um. Why are vegans libs? It's not, but it's not even about you know, it's not even about diet. It's a political or it's an ideal. It's a cultural. It's a culture war thing. You know, it's a. It's it's a fucking meaningless culture war thing, and that's and that's what I was talking about earlier about all of our politics, all of our politics being boiled down to completely aesthetic things, mm-hmm. because all of these are just cultural surface level signifiers that don't have any material like basis, and um, where that's what happens when they feed us hyper individualization right we're hyper individualized we're all you know your success or failure is completely up to you you know it's an even playing field and some people make it and some people pull themselves up by their bootstraps and some people are just failures you know um and when we here we are hyper individualized and all of our solutions and all of our uh, uh, mainstream discourse is about cultural signifiers and the war on Christmas and, and PC culture this and the war and, on and, Christmas and, you know, uh, and, and, and the masks thing, you know, now the mask is a cultural signifier and like this is where our, this is where the major, this is where our mainstream politics has, has, has come down to, you know, and it's, uh, it's it sucks. Uh, Definitely, yeah, because it, it just doesn't fucking mean anything. Meanwhile, you have the right, the right wings in power. They know how to use power. They actually have a material analysis, but their material analysis is for their own benefit. And so, the, we're you know we're watching that play out right in front of our eyes. And um, Joe Biden is 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 a player on that side you know he's gonna expand um corporations power and the boss's power in our lives and because all of our mainstream politics are completely surface level you have all of these liberals that are applauding and voting for joe biden who is a a former segregationist and kamala harris a former prosecutor um and um, it's just because they think it's you know it's surface level and cool, and we're gonna restore the soul of America, even though it doesn't fucking mean anything, you know. Restore right. the soul of America sounds like make America great again. 
which is same it's a slogan. It's not saying anything with any substance. You're not saying how. It's like okay, uh, you know what we're doing? We're gonna we're gonna end poverty. That's what we're trying to do. What are you trying to do? It's like okay, how are you trying to do that? What are you? What are the steps you're taking? Like you're trying to you're gonna make America great again? How? Like what are you gonna do? What are you like to do that? I'm nice. What does that mean? Yeah. Well, and they don't have. And, you know, they're probably just going to sell the job of figuring that out off to the private sector, whether it's Silicon Valley or it's um, think tanks or it's like the Lincoln Project. I don't know if you know who the Lincoln Project is. Um, No, they are a um, political action, a political action committee that's put together by a bunch of former Bush officials, but they're. Uh, they raised like over thirty million dollars from Democrats, and they're making a lot of anti-Trump, pro-Biden shit that's specifically for centrist Republicans, and they're going hard in the paint for uh for Joe. But uh, where most of their money is going is so this is like I think like three or four former Bush guys. And they all have other side projects that actually support Republicans. They funneled most of this money into those other organizations. So these guys are running Joe Biden, or they're they're running they're they're running to support Joe Biden. They're gonna get him elected, then they're gonna get into the party, and then they're gonna run Republicans to run against the party. So they're just moving the whole they're moving the whole mainstream political landscape to the right. Hmm, so it's a, you that's a coup. Huh? A coup d'etat. I mean, not really. It just sounds like they're good at politics, you know? It sounds like it sounds like they from the inside. It sounds like they'd know how to take power and use it, you know? And ugh, the Democrats, I'm just like, I'm just so Dude, I'm so far in the belief that they are the same team. They're, it's class division. It's, it's so obviously class division. They're both oh, yeah. rich people that have interests that benefits them for being rich. Yeah. Like tax benefits, all this. Like why would why would a, a democratic senator or president or anybody who you know like you know who knows that they like they're having some handshake deal that's going to make them millions of dollars down the road, more more money than their you know salary would make them. Like, why would they, why would they want to, why would they want to like pass these laws or whatever that they run on of like, you know, tax the rich, whatever, all that stuff. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. And so, so many of them end up with that money too. Like where, you know, you're, you're, you're going to uh, give speeches for $600,000 or, or whatever. Like you're like, how, what are you talking about for an hour that's worth close to a million dollars? I mean, it's no one should. In a in a functioning democracy, no one should be getting fucking rich after leaving office. You know, that doesn't that to me just seems completely antithetical to to democracy. You know, yeah, Um, I mean, yeah, like talk about uh, separation of church and state. Like, how about some separation of fucking uh, currency and state or something? Like, can you do that? I mean, taxes. I guess we can have taxes, but. No, man, let's do it. Let's abolish money. Let's fucking do it, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's just... 
I mean, we got the barter system. We could do. We, let's just all be. <laughs> we're already kind of doing that, you know. We're all just going to be on credit. <laughs> I don't know. Let's just. Uh, we got to figure something else out. Um, the, uh, the, the the that Netflix series with Jonah Hill and Emma Stone. Uh, oh God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. I got. I, I watched the. I watched the first episode. And I was oh, blown away. It's good. It's a while uh, ago. But the yeah the uh, it's such a small part in that show, but what was fucking interesting idea that that probably will happen is the uh, you know advertisements where like there there's uh, there's advertise like there's people like whenever you like whenever you need wait, money wait wait hold up hold up uh we're we're at time let's save this for the um let's save okay. this for the for the second hour um let's Maybe. say goodbye for now oh, thanks for listening watch it. Um, so wait, hold on. Say that one more time. Uh, Maniac on Netflix. Jonah Hill, right. Emma Stone. Watch right. it. They're both great. Uh, they're great uh-huh. in that. There's one episode that gets away from me. It's the one where um, they're elf people. Okay. They're, they're in Lord of the Rings. Or something, but Interesting. It just get, it gets away from me a little bit. Other than that, great show. All right. Um, I'm going to try to get this out tonight. If not tonight, then tomorrow, election day, if you're listening to this, um, you know, go vote, go vote, go fucking pull the lever. Um, you know, for the president, as long as it's not Trump, I don't care. Um, do what feels right. Um, uh, if you're in California, no on prop 22. If you're in Illinois, uh, yes on the fair tax. Uh, and yeah, just if you're in line. Stay in line, um, or not. You know, it's not like it's a roller coaster at the end of it. So it's way less fun than riding a roller coaster. Um, yeah, it's like it's like the it's like if, if you were going to ride a roller coaster and you waited in like a long ass line at like fucking Disney World or something, and then <laughs> yeah. you get to the end and then they're like, oh, ride's closed. Like, it's it's all it's all line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 i actually also sign sign this paperwork before you leave <laughs> yeah 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 just these contracts that say you won't sue us for like standing this long or whatever <laughs> so just, uh, fuck, fuck you. yeah here's here's two here's two pictures of uh kid tuxtures all right which one do you think is uh not as bad right so they both most likely touch kids and uh, <laughs> and, and other people against their will Definitely other people against the world. <laughs> like that is for sure. But, uh, uh, <laughs> but which one seems more like they'd be fun seeing them paint when they pass candy around to somebody at like a like a social gathering? <laughs> yeah, which which of these people would you rather have a beer with? <laughs> which you know what? That should be a fucking qualification to be president. No, because like, that's what people no. were saying. That's what people were saying about Bush. I remember that oh, was a I thing for a beer. long time. It's like, oh, I could get a beer with Bush. Yeah, we've been yeah. there. Yeah. We've been yes. there. You know what? To be a celebrity, that's <laughs> a good qualification. I if they're down there. I could, I could fucking have a conversation with them over a couple. Of um. All right. Well, uh, we'll see y'all. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, um, yeah we're uh, find Stay us on our Patreon. Down. Um, so, you know, if you enjoy our shenanigans, so you can support us by uh, uh, joining us on our Patreon. It's just five bucks a month. You get an extra hour of content every week. 
um, and you help us uh, host the show on the internet. Um, you know, if you don't have five bucks a month uh, to support us, you can still support us uh, by leaving us a nice review on Apple Podcasts, uh, subscribing um, wherever you subscribe to your podcast, uh, telling your friends and family, share, you know, we got cool album art uh, every week, so share that. Um, it helps with our algorithms on all the platforms. Um, so, yeah, cool. We'll see you on the Patreon. Bye. See you next uh, week as well.